Hey everyone, time for Puzzle Talk, the geocaching puzzle podcast brought to you by the Geocache Talk Network. If you'd like to become a patron, click on the Become a Patron heart on the front page of the Geocache Talk website, or head on over to patreon.com forward slash geocache talk for more details. Actually, it's not a heart anymore. It just dawned on me. The patron link. Patrons get the now famous blackout coins and other geocaching items during the year, as well as bonus content, invites to special events only for patrons, which I'll mention in a minute in the news about a special event, and support levels start at as little as bison tube level. That's just $3, $3 a month. I was going to say a cup of coffee, but I don't think you can get a cup of coffee for $3 anymore, but you get the idea. You can uh, in, yeah, in a certain still, certain place with these golden arches. Yeah, you could probably still get it. But and, it's not and their competitor. So buy us a cup of coffee uh, <laughs> and become even a patron. Over, even the overpriced joint, you used to be able to get one for two for the Americano yeah. stuff. And you get a free coin. Well, you know, help us out. That's Come right. On. Go join while after the show here so here are your host charles watkins aka pathfinder 33 <laughs> and tom brotherman electric water boy good evening gentlemen even though he's an airhead is he i thought he I used to be a, i used to be a water boy now i'm an airhead are you an airhead hmm okay I don't think you're an airhead. I've been well, one air- since June of 2004. Is that air conditioning? Is that what you no, want? No, air, air, air permitting for the power plants. Oh, okay. I got I you I used now. to do water treatment for the power plants. That's where the electric water boy came from. And before we get started actually into the news, which we'll do in a second, uh, you'll, you'll, you'll love this, Charles, now that you, you're, you're living closer to Texas, kind of? Maybe not. You're kind of yeah. like... You're on a parallel parallel. I'm, I'm, I'm close. I'm closer to El Paso timeline. Right. Than than I was Amarillo. Well, text line when I was living in Colorado. So yeah. Well, I don't. So it's I a don't technicality. Know. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, you're still far enough away that you're not affected by this. And I don't know if Tom got this notification, but I got one, or we got one here in in Greenville that ERCOT is having troubles and they want you to stop using power. I saw uh, that. Uh, yeah, we got that to reduce my use thing. You know what I said to that? <laughs> what? I said no. Oh, I'm can't sorry. I had to I had to censor that. You, you censor it. Yep. Censor I reduced that. my use in February for 18 hours at a time. So I, <laughs> right. no. No. Yeah. Sorry, ain't going to happen. Ain't ain't going to happen. Uh, all right. I got two new, uh, two news items. I got one and then I'll turn it over to Charles. So let's do a little bit of news. I did want to mention that next Tuesday is our fifth Tuesday and people go, it's not the fifth Tuesday. I know, but it's our fifth Tuesday. If you do the, if you do a weird puzzle thing, it's the fifth Tuesday. Uh, because uh, at the ends of the month, 
which means the end of the month and the beginning of the month. There's a little section in there that's Gadget Talk. Go listen to the Gadget Boys anytime that's right. you want to. Middle of the month are the Puzzle Boys. And sometimes there's a fifth Tuesday. <clears throat> in this case, it's a the fourth Tuesday of a month with five Tuesdays. Okay, I'm rambling. <laughs> but we are going to play a new game on our patron party. It's a murder mystery one. It's mostly kid-friendly, I think. So if you have kids in the room, I don't think it's going to be a problem. Um, people are dying. People are dying. Well, not people. They're little the little uh the little puppet guys. So, you know, if if you don't want to have kids in the room where you where you talk about cuz in the game he goes, you know, going down to this room unless you die. And if you die, you actually can still win the game. That's another thing. But that's for the patrons. That's next Tuesday, and that's all I'm saying about that. I'm turning it over to Charles. Zombie detective. <laughs> all right. So, Puzzle Talk merch <clears throat> is available in the store, though you're not going to find these. The coins are sold out. So the only way that you can get a coin is to solve the puzzle on the back of the shirt, which has been done, so it yes. can be done. can be done. Um, and actually go to the location to find where I have hidden one of these coins um, and one of my uh, personal trackables. Yes. So both of those are hidden in in the Tupperware that looks identical to this without mm. the Altoids can in it. Interesting. So it's a, it is a Tupperware. This is the dimensions of the hide of what you're looking for because it came in a two pack. Right. And so here's the other one. Cool. Um, this is hidden at the location. Um, and there is a trackable coin and a, a personal trackable of mine in there for the first person mm -hmm. to, solve the puzzle, and then get to said location. Yes. There you have it. Perfect. Um, so if you want some Puzzle Talk merch, it is still available. Some of it is in limited quantities. So if you want some of it, uh, get there and get it before it's sold out. You can go to chromiaprint.com slash collections slash geocaching, or you can go to geocache talk website and click on the store tab at the top it will take you straight there um and uh exactly houston texas dave i didn't i didn't i didn't say where it is somewhere in the continental united states is, is it go. cooler Ooh. where that it, that is than where i am it's cooler than where i am Ooh, now there's some interesting you could be more out than like forrest fenn gave out so but but it was like 116 here today, so there weren't very many parts yeah. of the country that were warmer than where I'm at today. You actually yeah, gave um, the coordinates. You gave the coordinates to people. Why can't they go travel there? I don't understand. Right, exactly. Um, and we're gonna do the giveaway for the um, audio listeners. So I got 12 correct responses. Awesome. I got 14 responses. Right. 14. But I reached back out. I, I reached back out to those incorrect ones <laughs> and let them know that that was technically incorrect. 
and so then they went back and revisited said show came up with correct answers so all 12 people who sent me a response eventually all got correct responses so i have built a chrome tab a picker wheel we want to say oh, what the correct cool. response was so wait, the wait, correct wait. the wait, correct wait. response was blue hole now that's right blue hole as in blue circular <laughs> hole not w h o l e though i i got a variety of answers <laughs> i got blue h o l e blue hole I got blue, the color blue, W-H-O-L-E, blue hole. I got B-L-E-W, blue, <laughs> what? Why? H-O-L-E, right? right? And then I got, and then I got B-L-E-W, W-H-O-L-E. Um, somebody listens with the automatic captions oh, on. Oh, that's so, it. So they must be, um, because they came in and said, this is what, the caption said right but it sometimes is wrong so <laughs> gave me all of the all the possibilities spelling, spelling options um so it was blue hole um it is a diving spot off the coast of belize um and uh, is the final two um, one of the I may not have published it yet, so this may be foreshadowing. It's a answer to a puzzle off of the Puzzle Talk Instagram page that I have made. So if you are not following the Puzzle Talk Instagram page, mm -hmm. it is Puzzle Talk Podcast on Instagram. And we have been showing some of the puzzles that we're going to show tonight. But go over there, give it a follow. Um, we try to give out some puzzles <laughs> during the week that are sort of simple and easy to solve, but are some things that kind of get your brain going. Um, and then they're not just always, you know, oh, well, you know, you get coordinates, but then I ask you what are at those coordinates. So then you have to take those coordinates, like plug them into Google Earth mm -hmm. and come up with um, whether it was like the Little Mermaid statue or whether it was, uh, you know, uh, a D's Diner right? Something like that. Um, yeah. And so yeah, I ask you usually to tell me what is located at that spot. And you have to do a little more research than just solving the simple Instagram puzzle that I have. Right. Um, so that's it. Here are our 12 contestants. Can I, can I, can I just Ooh, answer basalt for everything? Yeah. Because if I dig down deep enough, that's what you're going to hit. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, doesn't work. Doesn't work. All right. And uh, uh, so we're going to throw, I'm going to throw this out there. Darren Archer from Australia did send in the correct answer, but okay. he also won a coin last yes. week on the show. So if Darren's name, which is um, up here in the dark green at the top, if he, comes up the winner on the first spin that we're going to send him another um, limited edition signal trackable that I have, but then yeah. we're going to respin for a coin so that we yeah. try to send him two coins, but that makes sense. We'll, but we'll still send you something, Darren. So fear not. 
Yes. All right. So here we go. We're going to spin it. and let, I like this one. Spin the wheel of picker wheel. There you go. It's starting. It is spinning. Wow. It's spinning fast. It's slowing down. And the winner is can tie so i will reply to their email and let them know that they need to send me their address yes and uh whatnot and then i will um get that in the mail to them as soon as i can cool cool so there we go and that is i think that's everything in the news that's yep. everything. I, I looked at the geocache talk blog thing that came out today, mm -hmm. but there wasn't anything. Oh, wait, no, there was. If you're an iOS user. Yes. If you're an iOS user, there are, and you are a premium member. If you go to the official geocaching app on your iPhone, yeah. there are some new, um, what did they call them? I have to go in and look at this. There are some new features that you can um, enable on your phone. So you have to go to settings and then down at the very bottom, you won't be able to see it, uh, but it says experimental features. Hang on. Right? Yep. So down here at the very bottom, there are some new experimental features. It looks like there are four of them. There's a Siri shortcut. Um, it'll show your friends list on your profile in the app now. So there's a way that you can turn your friends list on and off. I guess that's for easier viewing of who's winning in the souvenir promotions right now. Yeah. Um, and then there are some geocaching details. You can show favorite points on logs and then you can add or remove favorite points easier from the app. So I know at some point there were some issues with the iOS app and adding favorite points, um, but you can now add or remove favorite points um, yeah. from the from the from the app. So if you have an iOS device and you are a premium member and you use the official geocaching app, there are some new squirrely features that are that are <laughs> available for you for you. Um, and so go check them out. Um, and I'm sure at some point um, what will happen is grounds people reach out to iOS users at some point and get some feedback from that. Yeah, probably so. so. There we go. So is, is it the back to being called just the geocaching app or GC's app and not the, you know, when they came out with a new one from way yeah. back when there was a geocaching app and the geocaching would we call the geocaching -er, er app or something? Yeah, the, yeah, the geocache er app. Yeah, I think this is the. What did that end up being? I think we're now the geocaching geocache er app. I, I like the classic app back in the day, but that's for another show. That's for another show. Yeah, the the paid one that you got to get. This one, I mean, for me, it's just called geocaching. I so think it, no, I think it was. I think it was for free, but. They finally retired it, and that really... Oh, no, up. that was the one that you had to pay four ninety nine for. Was it? Way back in the day. Yes, that was a great app. And it oh, went away because they were doing some other changes yeah, and whatnot. And that's about the time that Cashly started, got yeah. it, started to come out. So, and yeah. anyway, so tools for tonight, you're going to need time, your brain, paper, and a pencil. 
Number two and pencil. A, and a keyboard. Jared want to say Moga Moga Moga. So there. that's right. That's right. So Moga Moga Moga. Um so there we have it. Um, those are the tools for tonight. Um, previous tools that we used are in the show notes. So uh, go check those out um, in the show notes once they publish for last week's show. Um, so here's a little backstory for that. Um, we were asked, both Tom and I, uh, before the MOGA Mega, if the Puzzle Talk team would be willing to provide the puzzles for this year's moga mega puzzle competition yeah i've never been to the moga mega though now that i've created puzzles for it it makes me want to go next year right to where wherever it is in illinois right we could could be a team casey um casey ah so so jared came in third so oh interesting um, that's okay jared you you don't you won't spoil it because in the show notes, I'm going to give you all well, 10 all. puzzles. I'm going to give you all 10 puzzles that I created for the puzzle competition. And I'm going to give you all 10 solutions in the show notes. So then you can take these puzzles, tweak them to fit your own, and create new puzzle caches with them. At least now that's, that's the goal. A, now that's a deal. The, right? And, and you know what? It, it, for just nine ninety nine a piece. It's only three dollars no. a month. Oh, sorry, That's it's free, but you can give us three dollars a month if you'd like. I'm kidding. Um, uh, so, um, so of course, when when Jesse had asked, I was um, super excited about the offer, um, and I told Jesse that I would um, greatly make the puzzles for um, the mega. Mm-hmm. I asked him, um, you know, I accepted and then inquired to him what the limitations were. And he told me that they needed to be able to be solved by hand, that the puzzle competition people would not have access to the Internet, would not have access to their telephones. um, As far as looking up stuff, um, would not have access to any outside help. It's whatever they brought into the puzzle competition with them. They needed to be, um, you know, set out and then get progressively harder. He want, he said it was okay if all puzzles were solvable because then it would be based off of who solved all 10 first. Um, but that, um, you know, that, um, but they needed to be 10. They needed to get progressively harder. Um, and cool. that they had no real access to um, outside stuff. And so really they needed to be solved by hand. Um, I did tell him that one of the puzzles they needed to either have access to a keyboard, have access to a picture of a keyboard, a print off of a keyboard. I'm not sure how he provided that keyboard, but they mm. needed to have access to a QWERTY keyboard okay. for one of the puzzles. Um, and so I would assume that at some level they probably just found a picture of a keyboard online and then printed off um, pictures of it. But I, I don't know. Jared could probably um, let us know. Um, wow. So uh, from my understanding, you yeah. two last time and one. Well, that's not any fun. 
solve yeah, two, well, solve yeah. two and win. I mean, it's cool for you, but I mean, if so there was I, ten, only two solved. That's kind of a bummer. Um, Jared, I don't know how many you did solve, um, but whoever. Well, the person who came in um, first, it, if I recall correctly, told me that he had solved seven of the ten. Okay. Right. 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 So seven or seven or eight of the ten, um, he did reach out to me and want specifics on a couple because he said there's no I, we couldn't figure out how to solve it. Okay. I was gonna say that's uh, this was last week's. Oh, paid the ten dollar fee. Wow. They're, they weren't nickel and diamond you to death, I guess. No, but yeah. And that was last week's show. Good question, though. And yes. Um, it's possible for a phone to capture a QR code that's posted because we've, we tested that last week. We pulled up QR codes on the screen and did it. Yeah. Right? Yep. Yeah. Um, and so, all right. So there's our answer. He got five of the 10. Oh, that's so, cool. so first place from my understanding got seven of the 10 solved. Um, so anyhow, um, you, you I basically did need a puzzle, something like Keith does in FTF geocacher where, Oh, that's true. That's all you uh, got. So you grab the FTF geocacher, you run in the bathroom, you lock the door. So it already bothers <laughs> you. You realize you left your phone outside. You go back out. So that's all you got. Well, in your brain and some quiet time. But some yep. of those, though, though Tom, are, aren't some of those puzzles you'd want to use a computer for, or no? The check your solution at the end, yeah. Okay. See yeah. what's there. Still very cool, though, um, to come up with puzzles, and I like this idea. It's a little different. Is to come up with a yeah. puzzle that you have to you could you can solve with pen and paper. It's kind of a kind of unique. I think. Yep. So I did provide the solutions to the 10 puzzles to the, to the people there for the MOGA competition um, with an explanation on how to solve the puzzles. Mm -hmm. um, that way, in case somebody wanted to argue, they at least had my explanation in, in writing. Um, it sounds like they did not share any of that with people who were at the competition. Right. Um, even after the competition was, was completed. Um, so here we are. Um, does that mean and you then, may see him again in the future? Hey, John. That's right. Um, and then for our audio listeners tonight, we will do our best to try and describe some of these puzzles for you. Yes. But know that this is something that is visual and you will, if you want to see what the words are about, please go find our show notes after the show has published. And look at a copy of the show notes because all of the puzzles are in there. All of the explanations on how to, all of the instructions that I put on the puzzles are all on the show notes right. um, along with the solutions. So please go and look at them. Um, if you're sitting here listening as an audio listener and are just not able to, to follow along. We apologize for that, but tonight's show is is almost completely visual. Yeah, we'll we'll, so, we'll, we'll paint the picture. We'll we'll create a little yeah. visual theater. But uh, yeah, I agree. We'll, um, do our, we'll do our best. 
So, all right, so we'll um, jump right into the first puzzle. Let me share my screen and then share my window and then. Mm -hmm. While you're doing that, uh, just finding our way, just finding our way, Johnny's he is he's far from home. He's all the way up in Washington, but he's doing oh he's Anacortes. Okay, yeah, I think he's doing the Washington Delorme. He was he was finishing the counties in California, Oregon, Washington, Idaho. Okay, cool. That's neat. And so. He's in Anacortes. That's kind of that's cool out there. Um, yeah, cool. I've been there in cash there. So, um, all right. So let me see if I can share this screen with you guys. Uh, I'm gonna window this one. Share, add to stream. All right. Cool. So, in this puzzle, what you are told is that you must start at the red arrow, go the direction of the arrow until you come to the next number of your choosing, right? Then follow that arrow's direction. Uh, you will end at a red target with 10 numbers. They complete these coordinates, north 37 and west 087. So you start at the red arrow in the upper left-hand corner you must end up at the target in the bottom right-hand corner. And somewhere along the line, you need to pick up 10 numbers. Those complete the decimal minutes in the coordinates. Very cool. Um, so kind of blew my mind when we started because the first thing my initial brain, uh, initial thought was if I go to the right, which is what it's asking me to do, I hit the two and I go back left and now I'm stuck. But I loved what you explained is that I don't have to stop at the two. I can go. You can go as many spaces <laughs> as you want in the direction in which the arrow points. Right. So you can start at the arrow and go all the way down to the three at the end. Right. And then at the three, you follow the three's arrow and come back to the four. And then yep. at the four's arrow, you need to come diagonally down to the next four, right? Yeah. And then follow that arrow to, say, the six, and then follow that arrow to the eight, mm -hmm. right? So it's going to look something like that. You need to go down till you get to the number that you want, and then follow that number's arrow. Of course, that is all incorrect. <laughs> it's okay. Well, okay right? so, it's interesting, right. though. Go ahead. And what so, you, what do you yeah, think? This is one. This is one I don't follow. So it's fine. Okay, so you, you go that, to the right. I understood how you started. You go to the right till you pick one. Right. So, well, so what's the right one? What is the right one? Four. Okay, so at the four, I'm going to go at a diagonal down. Now, how do I know where to stop? When you run out of spaces. when you In this case, when you run out of diagonals, so you could go to the seven, the four, or the two. You're going to pick one of those three. Right. And you don't. So the end result is in this is that you have to have 
10 numbers and you have to end up in the target, right? So once you, so sometimes it is easiest to work backwards initially, right? So yeah. if you look at this red target down here, you need to find which ones point to the target. Well, you only have three real options, right? You have this column on the far right. Yep. You have the row at the very bottom, and mm -hmm. then you have this diagonal down the middle, right? Now, which we numbers can, point? Rule out the diagonal. So the diagonal is ruled out. Yes. So in both the row and the column, you have a number that points to the target. So it's got to come from either the five so or the three. You, so you know that your coordinates are going to end in either a five or a three. You just don't know which one yet. Yeah. GT Buzz right? says he, they said they worked it backwards, which makes sense. Right. And so this is some of that for me it is sometimes easier to work it backwards. So, yeah. all right. So, um, let's look at, at it like this. Let's, let's say that your final number is going to be the three and you're going to work this three. Now you have to get to the three. Yeah. So you look down this row. Can't get there. Oh, you, you can't. can't no, there. no, you can't. Can't oh, get there. Can't. That you, row. you can't get there. <laughs> so look up this column. Can you get to three from up here somewhere? No, you no. cannot. Can you get there from the five pointing to the three? So on the diagonal, this diagonal, no. Nope. But nope. can you from this diagonal? Yeah. From this three, right? So if you work it backwards, you right. come here and then you go to this three. Yep. Right? That's, now, that's workable. From that's this three, you have to work backwards again. And you have to look up and down the column, right? You can't get there going up and down. Nope. And you get oh, there going side to side I across the row. Yeah. You can. I see. Right. One, right. The eight. Can, can you get there from the other diagonals? Right. So can you get there from going this? Uh, no, diagonal? you can't get there from no. any of those diagonals. So the only possible way to get to the three is from this eight. Right. Right. Now looking at this eight, can you get to this eight from any other number on the board? You can't get it from a column. You can't get no. it from the column. Because none of the columns point in the right direction. You cannot get it from the row that it is on. Now look right. at the two diagonal directions, right? So the two diagonal directions are going to be this way and going to be this way. So right. can you get to the eight from either of those diagonal directions? Can't get there from here. No. So what does that tell us? We're on the wrong path. That three does not get us there. We're on the wrong trail. So now you need to start at the five. Right. So now you know that five gets you there. Yeah. Right. And now when you look at the five down here in the bottom right hand corner, if you look across the row, do either of these other four numbers point to the nope. five? Nope. If you look at the column that's here, do any of these numbers point to the five? Yes, the seven does. The seven does. Now let's look in the diagonal because the diagonal is still an option. Is the diagonal going this way point to the five? 
No. No, sir. So we know that it has to, you have to get to the five from the seven, right? Right. So now Ooh. that you're at the seven, you have to do the exact same process looking both yep. up and down on the column, side to side on the row, and then on each of the diagonal planes. That, that right? three is pretty good. Yep. So there's a three right here that looks pretty good. Yep. And there is a one down here in the bottom that's pointing diagonally up as well. Right? Yep. So then you have to make a choice. This, this is your choose your own adventure book, right? <laughs> Wh which one is going to be the correct path for you? Right. Right. Um, and so you, you can solve this one by working backwards through it and, um, there are, you will get to a couple of spots like this where you have to either venture off. This is why we asked you to bring a pencil so that you can erase your lines. Right. Yes, exactly. Um, so you kind of have to fish through it. Um, you know, or you just, you know, so we're going to say it's the one. So when you're looking at the one, go across the row at the bottom. None of them point to the one. Look on the diagonal, both this way and this way. Yep. Neither way of the diagonals get there, but if you go up the column, the six will get you there. Yep. I like this puzzle. This is very different. Uh, I like it, and I'm glad you're, I mean, you're sharing with everybody too, so it'll be in the show notes, and I'll put the show notes up a little later tonight so people want to see it. Geocache Talk. Currently, they're all in one location. We are gonna we're gonna branch them all out. So all the puzzle talk show notes will eventually get moved under the puzzle talk section. But bear with us; we haven't gotten to that. We haven't had a chance. But yeah, that's a cool puzzle. Right. So um, we'll go through and solve this from the beginning for y'all, because I already told Tom the very first number is a four. Right. So we're going to go to the four and in the four, let's see, we're going to come down to the two, the two, we're going to go over to the five, the five is going to take us to this eight. The That's one, two, three, four. And then this yep. eight is going to take us down to the three. So those are the rest of your north coordinates, four, yep. two, five, eight, three. From this three, you're going to take a U-turn and go up to the zero. From the zero, you're going to come over to, hey, look, we've already been to this six before when we were working it backwards, right? The yep. six goes down to the one, up to the seven, <laughs> down to the five and then to Pater, just like that. Yep. And so that is how you solve this puzzle. Um, but it takes some manipulating. It takes a little thinking outside the box. And sometimes working the puzzle backwards is the easiest way to do it. Cause you know where you have to end up. You mm -hmm. know where you know that you're going to end up in that bottom right hand corner. And so if you can process of elimination, 
work some of that backwards. And by working it backwards, we made it all the way up here to this six. And really, if we kept going, there's only one number that points to the six. Right. And it is the zero. Right. And so you when you get to the, that, yeah. So when you get to the zero and you look at it, there's only one number that points to the zero. Yep. Which is the three at the bottom. Yep. Now, this is where it gets tricky because you have two eights in a row that both point to the three. Right. And you have a seven over here that points to the three. Right. So there, there, there then become multiple options and rabbit holes that you have to run down. And when time is the essence, like um, <laughs> during a puzzle competition, during a puzzle competition, right? When, when time is, is matters and is on the line, um, you need to work as quickly and as efficiently as you yeah. can. A little different situation. So um, Karen's asking, uh, what kind of difficulty would a puzzle like this be? Do you have a, an idea of what, or one you've done, do you have kind of an idea of what you would do for a difficulty for that? Uh, yeah. Give me just a second to pull up. Believe it or not, this is one of my published puzzle caches on mm -hmm. my, on my geocaching page. It's located in Southwest Colorado. So if you ever make it to Southwest Colorado, I'm going to show you a couple of my own puzzle caches that I have published. Um, and this is one of them. Uh, so let's see. Oh, interesting. I, I'm going to tell you, I got to look at these before the MOGA thing because he had, he shared them with me and, but he didn't give me the, I mean, I didn't, well, he did have the solutions, but I didn't jump straight to the solutions. I tried to solve them. Right. And so this one for, for to me initially was a six. Uh, <laughs> I, solve it. I didn't have a clue. I, I didn't get it. But now that he's done it, I'm like, oh gosh. Okay. Right. Um, I so would, I'm, I'm going to guess a three and a half. Three? Four? Four. four okay. That makes sense. So I have it listed as a four. Okay. Um, that, that doesn't mean that I'm right. Um, that doesn't mean that that's what you would um, share yours as, um, but that it, that is what I have mine published at. Yep. The next actual, one that I have mileage may vary. Yep, that's that's right. The other one, the next one that I'm going to show is also a maze style puzzle. Okay, um, and it is also listed as a four. Okay, so um, and it is out in the Montrose area as well. <laughs> um, so if you're out in there is um, for Phil, it was an eight, but that's not, that's kind of like Tom. It's yeah. Um, all right. So this next one that you're going to get, you have a maze um, for our audio listeners. Um, there are random numbers throughout the maze. Yeah, there are. And there is, these are the, the rules and the text in which you get the cash. It says you must enter and exit at the black square. So in one far lower right-hand corner of the maze, there is a black square. Right. You must enter and exit at the black square. You enter and go to the left and exit from above and use the white paths only. Write down the numbers in order as you pass them. And when you are finished, you will have the 10 missing numbers from the coordinates. The first five finish the missing north coordinates. And the second five finish the missing west coordinates. Right. There are two rules. 
One, you can only make right-hand turns. <laughs> Two, you cannot cross the you cannot cross the same number twice. Uh, right? So, let me share my screen here with you, gentlemen. Interesting. Didn't they determine that right turns was better for FedEx and UPS drivers or whoever because it's, it's quicker to make long, longevity of tires? I don't know. <laughs> longevity of tires. All right. So here's your maze, right? Down yep. here in your bottom right-hand corner is your black square. So you must enter and go to the left. So we already know which direction that we're going to go, <laughs> right? Um, you best I work that one backwards too. <laughs> right. So this one I have is a difficulty four puzzle. The fun thing about this one is that I believe mine, um, I have rotated this puzzle 90 degrees and then told you that you can only make left-hand turns. And so I've changed some of the instructions on my own cash page, right. but working it backwards and making only left-hand turns is the same as working it forward and only making right-hand turns, right. right? So regardless of how you get there, the path yeah. is going to be the same. Yeah. So when you, when you start at the block, the black square and yeah. go left, right? You can you can come to here and make a right hand turn. That's true, right? And you, but then how are you going to make an? You, but you have to make an, another immediate right hand turn, and then another right hand turn, and then another right hand turn. And it takes mm -hmm. you right back and loops around itself. That's key here. That's um, that may, may they may come in handy later, but not right now. It won't. <laughs> right. So you come down. You make a. You come down to the end and you make a right hand turn. Yep. Right. So we pick up a number and you're going to pick up a number. The question now is, do you stop here mm -hmm. between the two red bricks or do you come all the way up to the blue brick at where you dead end at? And then make a right turn. Yep. And then make a right hand turn. So you can right hand turn here. You right? could potentially and, and come down here. Mm-hmm. And then make another right hand turn. Right. And, and then, then you got another option. right hand turn. Yeah. And then another right hand turn. And you've only gone over the numbers once, although you once you backed over yourself, but and that's okay to back over yourself. Now you can make a right hand turn here. Right. But then you have to come down to the oh. end, and then now you you're, are then you get stuck. Now right? you're stuck. So, yep. That is so not you, gonna work. So you can't do that one. Nope. Right? Nope. Um, you're, yep. You're, you so, can't go that way. So you can come all the way up to the blue brick where you dead end. Yep. And you can come all the way down here to the end of the five. But we already know where that took us on our mm -hmm. last merry-go-round. Yes. Um, you can make a right-hand turn. Another right-hand turn. Another right-hand turn. Another right hand turn, uh -oh. right? Another right hand turn. Oh, You're not, you didn't you didn't go over the five twice we, yet. Okay, we missed the number, right? I see it now. But once you get into this crazy cycle right here, oh, oh now you're stuck. Right now you you're stuck in this kind of yeah a wrap going around in this area. Yeah, now you are stuck. 
So that's not a viable option. What is a viable option is coming to here and going uh, down down the six. Down the right. Right? Yeah. And, yeah. and stop here because this is the only place you can go to make a right-hand turn. Yep. Right? You come all the way down to the end, you make another right-hand turn. Right, right turn. Right? Yep. You make a right-hand turn here. And come down just shy of getting to this other four, and you make a right hand turn. Oh wow! Yeah. Right now, that gets you where you can get all the way up into some of this mess up at the top. Yeah. So you right hand turn it, mm -hmm. and you can do just like that. Clear. Right. Yep. So now you can see at some level this is going to take you making loops around yourself yes um you just don't want to hit a number well <laughs> you can't you can't hit a number twice now right. if we did like mj buzz said and start backwards right yep. and go up and make a left hand turn yep right but if you left hand turn here you left hand that. you left hand turn left hand turn and then you left hand turn into a dead end. Yeah. Then right. You so you so you so you can't go that way. Right. Yeah. But the but the same con the same concept is here for left hand turns. Yeah. Right. And then a left hand turn. And then a so, left hand yeah. turn. So I don't know if it really but, helps you much. Right. It, it, it won't help you any because the, the, the workings of it are all the same. Mm -hmm. Right. So back up to this, where we make a right hand turn at this corner, come down and a right hand turn yep. and a right hand turn and a right hand turn. You have to be strategic, like you yep. said, because now right you, don't, hand you don't ever want to go back there, but you can get out of there now. Right. Yeah. But you can see where the same pattern of loops is coming into play here, right? Very so once you kind of, loops, yep. right, very strategic loops. Once you figure some of that out, right? It'll be pretty loopy by the time you're done with this. You will be loopy. A right-hand turn. You'll you make like a right-hand uh, turn. NASCAR, right? Or, um, yeah. Woo! He's making a left-hand turn. Making all right-hand turns. <laughs> um. You know, and so as you come through this, yep, you can do loop, loop, and get you a couple numbers. You get uh, this five. Uh, oh, I see what you did. Oh yeah, you and you're you gonna get miss it. here yep. and look, and now uh, you're right back. Now here's the kicker: dun, do dun, we have dun. do we have ten numbers? So we have one, two, three. Four, five, six, yep. seven, eight, nine, and then ten. So there okay. are ten numbers. There you go. We've entered and exited at the black square in the bottom right-hand corner, and we have only made right-hand turns through the maze. That's that's nice. That's a slick little puzzle there. It so is. If, if you're going to make one of these yourself, then the trick would be, Get the maze part done how you want it, and then go back in and add the numbers. 
<laughs> right. So you don't so you don't mess it up. So this is or what I do. You want to hit the easy button, you take this puzzle here and just flip it. And call it or show. you or you take this puzzle and you go in and you know which 10 numbers you need to change and you go in and edit it in MS Paint and make it whatever you want mm-hmm. and submit it for publication. Yep. Yeah. You know you you can go in and change so when I was doing these, um, I go in and change the fonts and change the number sizes and styles. Um, so when you come back and look at this, um, yeah, oh, that's okay. Um, you know, you can, when you look at it, you can see that there are little funky text squares around some of this. Um, you at least can see it on my screen in Microsoft Paint. And that's because of how many times I have gone in and changed these puzzles for <laughs> right. like my Instagram page or for the cash page or, you know, what <laughs> I, what, and, and in order to do that, what you do is you take your little white square like that and you yep. copy over Mark and then over. you paste and then you just drag this little white square wherever you want it to go yeah right and so now all of a sudden that nine is no longer a nine yep you put new Ta-da. One. Ta-da, and gone. then and then you come up here to your little text block and you text block in you make it a seven yep right just like that and now it's a brand new puzzle with new coordinates and a new final destination. Love it. And, Love it. And so that's how you do that one. It is in the show notes. And so you can save They're in, They're written in the show notes in a word file, right? So I've just inserted a picture into the word file. Yeah. Um, so so you puzzle, can. I was going to say that puzzle, you could rotate it and make it shown. Yeah. I remember years ago I was working on a puzzle that's solved similarly, I guess. It's you know, one where you gotta move a chess piece and it go you gotta mm-hmm. go so many things and it and it would go over numbers and you had to do the minimal amount of moves and I thought there's gotta be an easy way to do this. <laughs> there's gotta be. Yeah. And I remember the guy who created it told me once he said, You can find anything on the internet. <laughs> and I went looking and I found that same puzzle, but rotated 90 degrees. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. And so absolutely. I mean, and, and I am not the only place that I'm not the only geocaching page that has any of these puzzles on it. I guarantee right. it. Oh, can yeah. guarantee it. And if I am, please, somebody make me not the only one, <laughs> right? Please. They're good puzzles. Take them, change them, move them about, and, and republish them as your own, unless you live in the Denver area. Because if you live in the Denver area, both of the first two puzzles are already published. Already they're, they're, they're in your greater area. Um, how about that? People there know so, how to solve them. All right. Number um, three. So number three is a uh, what is called a signpost. It is very similar to the first puzzle, except there are a bunch of blank holes in it. Okay. 
and it looks like this. Let me make that bigger for no problem. Oh, let me make this screen bigger. Mm -hmm. So that may be too big. That's not bad. Well, you can always All right. So it. what this is, is called a signpost. Um, and it is 100 squares. Okay. It is similar to the very first one. The number one is in the upper right-hand corner. You are trying to get to the 100 in the bottom left-hand corner. Mm, okay. In order to do that, you have to start at the number one. The instructions say connect all the squares together in a sequence so that every square's arrow points toward the square that follows though the next square can be any distance away in said direction, right? Gotcha. So when you start at number one up here in the upper right-hand corner, you know that you have to go down. Right. When you go down any number until you find a square that looks good for the number two. In our case, number two is already filled in. And it's pointing in the upper to the upper right diagonal, and you have to come up here at some level in this upper right-hand diagonal, and one of these blank squares, you have to put a three in it. Oh. But, right? But three now, then, three now has to make it to where this four. Oh, that's right. Because there's right? some numbers. Are, so what Charles is describing is um, the 100 squares, some of them have numbers in them, but some do not. That's interesting. And you've got to fill in the numbers in such a way that it keeps the keeps the ball rolling, as it were, right? Correct. Now, for this, my simple task for the puzzle at MOGA was just finish it, right? It, right. it, wasn't, um, it wasn't that they were – that they needed to get coordinates out of it. They didn't need to – you know, what was in mm -hmm. this square or that square. They just had to finish it, right? right. That was that was the puzzle. The exercise. Um, right. In the end, what I have seen is where people have gone in and numbered these columns and rows right. with letters. And then they sit there and tell you that the coordinates are at North 39 H4, you know, oh, right, because there's numbers B, now in all the yeah. right, right? And you have to fill it in enough to mm -hmm. solve this puzzle. Gotcha. Um, and so to solve this puzzle, you just it, it is so yikes. Yeah, that's it, what I it, said too. <laughs> it is time consuming, but you should know that this square right here that is below the 54 and above the 59. Yeah. That is the square where number three goes below the 54. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. Well, yeah. Cause it's on an, uh, Oh yeah. Cause it's on, it's on that angle with the two. It's, it's on the diagonal that points up, but is also the only one on that diagonal point to the four that will then point to the four. So right. then so you got to find is this is the is there's no five is there a six no, but there is a seven. There's a seven, so you now have to figure out where to put the five and the six. 
so and that it eventually rolls over the seven. I like it. And so sometimes working backwards from the seven to the known four. Yeah. If you can, if you can say, all right, I need to go down the four. Yeah. Right in this direction, but somehow have to make it to where six, five, and six get me to seven. Seven. Right. It it is it is not. These are not easy. Yeah. Um. There is a computer program that will solve them. There that you can take it and build the the hundred square, and then you go in and pick which arrow goes in which one. Right. Um, or there are some um, sort of like a Sudoku solver where right. it has it pre-printed, and you have to put all the arrows in, and then put the known numbers in, and oh, then hit wow. the solve button, and it yeah. will solve it for you. Um. I provide the solution to this one in the show notes. So, yeah. Yay, I got five and six. Yay. So Brad was wanting to know, this is good to, so we can, so people can understand a little more about why wouldn't R3 C6 work for three? R3 oh. and C6. R oh, it, it, it would have. And, and Brad, and, and Brad, by looking at the solution, you're right. Row three, column six mm-hmm. is where three goes. It's not It's not between the 54 and 59 because that's where 10 goes. Now that you're, now that we're looking at the solution. Okay. Um, that's why. So, but they are both on that same diagonal. Uh, they're side by side. Um, oh, right, and, right. Right. So, um, but yeah, Brad... Brad is correct, and that is a, a good catch. So, yeah, um, six, right? So it's the one that's to the left of the fifty-nine. Correct. Okay. Um, would, but this is why I provided the solutions to them so that they that could row double six, column three. But yeah, yeah. You you said there's online solution solvers for these things. There are. If you Google signpost solver. Okay. It, it will provide you several links to websites that are dedicated to solving signposts. And um, I have seen signpost puzzles as big as 15 by 15. Ooh. Um, you know, so this is a 10 by 10. It gives you 100 numbers um, depending on how high you needed to go. Yeah. Um, a 12 by 12 gets you 144 numbers. Yep. Um, you know, so as long as you're not at, you know, like West 156 or <laughs> 170, you right. know, or, or so, East 170. It may might be. Who knows? So the difficulty is either one and a half or four and a half. <laughs> if you're doing it, yeah. it by hand, it's four and a half. If you're doing it with uh, the computer, it's one and a half, and, 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 I, and I say one and a half instead of one because you need to find the website without spam on it. <laughs> right, and so um, they're out there; they exist. Um, you know, Google is your friend, Tom. Google is your uh, friend. Google is the your har- friend, but he doesn't har- buy beer. Well, but the hardest part about this is knowing what this puzzle is called, right? And yeah, so I didn't, you, I didn't if, know that. If you did not know that this puzzle is called a signpost puzzle, you you're going to struggle trying to find a solver for it. You go to Google and be like, 
oh that's puzzle, true puzzle with arrows and numbers in a square right and see what it comes back with um it took me a while to figure out that there was that this is called a signpost um simply because there was a puzzle that i was trying to solve that that was one i finally i sent it to my brother who's um a math genius and uh mm -hmm. he he said oh well that's a signpost puzzle <laughs> excellent steroids oh, yeah thanks. it was really cool um, thanks christ or king so um, cool all right on, so puzzle on, on the four puzzle four is the one that you needed the keyboard for which i gotta um, say up to this point looking at your stuff I felt really stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we don't want that, Tom. Um, so well, the cool. you got to put me in my place sometimes. So the puzzle number four was the one that you needed the keyboard for, and it was called QWERTY. That was the only. This is this is all you got when you looked at it was the word QWERTY, right? QWERTY. If you're unfamiliar with um, keyboards, right. this, this keyboard right here, which is generally considered the standard keyboard, know that there's more than one type of keyboard, right? But this keyboard right here is generally considered and called a QWERTY keyboard because the first five letters, right? One, two, three, four, five, six. The first six letters on the upper right hand row of letters on a keyboard spell q w e r t y yep. right so that is a qwerty keyboard there is more than one version of keyboards oh so, yeah there's some crazy ones that there are some there there are some that are in alphabetical order oh gosh starting in the upper right hand corner where the q is actually the a and the M down there at the bottom is actually the Z, and they go in alphabetical order. Can, it, can, it, it, can you imagine typing on that and trying to type fast? You'd never do well, it. Well, it's, it's no different than when you were in, like, your seventh grade BCIS class, and you were looking at this, like, how do people type on this? Like, the letters aren't anywhere near each other. I know. And then you learn. Yeah. Um, the so idea this one, I think that all the, the norm, all the ones you use the most are – closer to the or more accessible or on your fingers but anyway right so this one this, this one you made me feel good again because you knew what to do <laughs> so you got q2, q2 a1 q5 z3 a6 q5 a6 q3 q0 q7 z1 q0. z1 a9 right so what is the Tom uh, uh, or Gary, in looking at this, what is the common theme running throughout these, um, through the letters here? Yeah, you've you're only using three letters in the puzzle. There, it's Q, there's a Q and A and a Z. So look at your QWERTY keyboard. Look down. Where's mm -hmm. Q A and Z? Fall? Very very first letter of each row of the keyboard. All right. So deductive reasoning well, would tell you row, that each row of, that has letters on it. <laughs> right. So what would Q2, what letter would Q2 equate to? Uh, the W is Q2. It, 
So what oh, would the Q zero is throwing me? So what is Q zero? So know. is Q zero Q? No, because that'd be Q one. So what is Q zero? Oh man! Unless look at your keyboard. Look at your keyboard. Q zero is. Tab? Is Q zero? Is Q zero Q? And so Q Q one would be W, and then Q two would be E. Yeah, that's the way I would think it would be. Yeah, that's that. Or is or is Q zero the letter P? Oh well, I wouldn't. My initial thought is it wouldn't be. I would think Q zero is Q. That's my initial thought. Okay. Well, how many how many letters over is P? How many letters are on the top row? Ten. Oh, ten. So, do you have a Q ten? No. Anywhere in this Q zero then would be P because it's a. That's that's your ten then I guess. That is correct. Interesting. So, so Q two is where the. You start on the row Q and run over to where the diagonal for the two comes in. And that's at the letter W. So A1 yeah. would be... A1 would be S. Would be A. It would be A. Because Q, A, and Z are on the one row. Or on the one row. Okay, gotcha. Oh, A0. The there is no A0 because there's not 10... Correct. Letters on that on that one. Okay, I got you. Correct. So there, when you go through the puzzle, there is no A zero. Right. Right. And so. And there wouldn't be a Z eight because there's only seven letters on the bottom. Correct. But do some puzzles use Z nine to get you your your decimal? Your period. You could. In this case, it spells everything out in words. Oh, okay. That's and so, cool. and so, no. But it, it, it. When you go through this, this is the one that you needed the keyboard for, right? Um, to solve this. But once you figure out the key to it, it solves right. fairly easy. It says, "Watch the Puzzle Talk podcast on Geocache Talk Network every second and third Tuesday of the month, live on YouTube." <laughs> Hey, that, that's a, it's kind of like it's uh, a shameless, shameless plug <laughs> promotion, drink, right? Drink your oval team. That's right. What? Um, I love that. So, so, you, so you could do this two different ways. You, you yeah, did it with the zero being 10, but you could make the zero be zero. You could. So Q, so Q zero is be zero. You well, could. Q zero, Q zero would be the Q key, where you don't move any spaces over. That could be right. that too, right? Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I didn't give you, I didn't give you like a checksum or something to try and check yourself. And in the puzzle, it's how it looks on the screen is exactly how it was on the page. There was no spacing. There was no grouping mm -hmm. for words. There was no Right. It, everything was uniform spaced across the board. Um, and so there was no way for you to know where a word began and where one ended based by, based on looking at it. There is a puzzle later on um, that I created that does. So that's how you solve 
puzzle number four. Okay. All, All right. right. So puzzle puzzle so number I'll five. Go back, go back to four. Uh-huh. Let's play with it. So we already made two options. Uh, you could either have that zero be zero or ten. And uh -huh. another way you could screw with it is instead of spelling out what you're actually saying down there, you do it saying rot thirteen. Make it a make it a keyed Caesar and Cordy is your key. I mean, you could, you could. You could get you could get pretty evil with this sucker. Yeah, you could definitely. Um, yeah, Gary was asking, was Cordy given? Yes, they were given. Yeah, it was. Something. It was written just like just like you see it on the screen is how the puzzle was produced. So it right. said Cordy and a colon, and that's the so, only oh. word. That's the only word that was written on the page. Yeah, but they were given a keyboard during the puzzle competition. It, so yes, as, for as, a, as it is, how would you rate this on a difficulty? Um, I would probably rate this. A, well, I wouldn't give it a four. I would probably give it a two and a half. Yeah. Pers I would, personally. Because I would agree. It, I, I figured it out pretty quick and I didn't know what we were doing. So I think that's. Right. I mean, you have a couple of options. I can figure but, it out. But yeah. what you just have to do is make it through like the first five or six letters of the puzzle in mm -hmm. each way to say, oh, no, yeah, this is because once you figure out the first five letters and you come up with the word watch. Yes. Now you're going. You're now, going now, now it should be fairly easy. Yeah. The Q0 Normally theory, but I think I would have eventually gotten that Q0 was something else because I would have done, well, I could have done all the rest of the letters and come back to Q0. Then I would have figured out that, oh, that's a P. So I, I agree right. with you. It's two and a half. Now, if you go the crazy stuff I was adding to oh, it, you then, can, I, then that yeah. kicks it up a bunch. Absolutely. Yeah. So many options available. Puzzle Absolutely. Five. So this is puzzle five. And this is exact. This. this is exactly how it looked on the page. At the very top of the page, it says, "Welcome to the Moga Puzzle Comp." Yep. And then it goes into these random <laughs> groupings of letters and numbers, right? Yep. E one. Um, e one. O two. E two. M one. G one. G1, Z2. And if you listened to the show back in March, you knew how you knew how to do this. That's right. Um, so, Gary, real quickly, count how many letters are in the title of the puzzle. People in the people in the in the chat room, count how many letters are in the are underlined at the very top. These letters right here. There are 26. Did I spoil it for the no, chat room? We're, chat room could have we're, no, we're, do, we're doing just right. So there are 26. How many letters are there in the alphabet? There are 26 in the English alphabet. In the English alphabet. That's right. And since we're in England, I mean, um, <laughs> ungrateful ungrateful colonies. We are, yes, right. Um, so if you assigned... The W is an A. The first uh, W, the first W as an A, right? Right. Oh, there's only there's only one W. The first E as the B. The first L as a C. Yes. The first C as an E, right? And yeah. so if you just went underneath this and went A B C D E F G all the way to Z at the yep. end, 
And then as you come across these letters above them, you write the number one. So right. this first W, the first E, the first L, the first C, the first mm -hmm. O, the first M. And now we have E2, right? Because the last E in welcome is the second E in the puzzle. Mm-hmm. Right. So now you have an E1 and an E2, right, in these first three letters. So you have a W, which is a E1 is A, or I'm sorry, E2 is B. B. Right. And E2 would be A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Right. Something like that. So wait, E1 should be the letter B. Correct. Correct. Okay. All right, I'm I'm following now. O2 would be this O second in the o, puzzle. Right. Right? A B C D E F G H. So it's W H. Right. Right. So um when you scroll down and once you figure out that the the title is your key, right? right you you yep. end up with something that looks like this, right? So you have your ones through fours, yep, right? Co corresponding to your alphabet, right? Right. So W one is A, E one is B, right? Yep. O O two is I, E two is G, right? And the puzzle also has the words grouped, right? So you should be able to come in and find a couple of the, right. like, W1Z2. So we already know that W1 is A. What is Z2? So you scroll all the way down here till you get to Z2 is the T. So W1Z2, this word right here, is at, yep. A-T. Right. Right. And so you can start going through here and writing the letters for what this actually means underneath. Mm. Now, the hard part to this is this. The title being 26 characters. Yeah. That's the hard, that's the hard part. Right. Because you have to give them something that will work. Yeah. Right? So, so the the 26 characters in the title is the hard part. Um, I got lucky because I was like, Oh, we'll do welcome to the Moga or welcome to the Moga mega. And then I was like, Oh, that's not going to work. And I had to go back and, and redo it a couple of times. Yeah. Um, but once I got through it, I was like, Oh, all right. Perfect. Well, um, it depends too on what your final solution was going to be. Right. So the 26 characters um, bring it down so that it works out easily with the 26 character alphabet. And in the end, when you decipher all of this, it says Bigfoot is known by many names, including Sasquatch, Yowie, Woodbooger, Yeti, Grassman, Skookum, Urine, and Abominable Snowman. Whatever you call him, we hope you enjoy celebrating him at this year's MOGA Mega event. Yep. 
Very good. And so this one took a little work. If you didn't understand where all of that would come from. Mm -hmm. um, but um, Tom created a puzzle similar to this for the Texas County challenge puzzle group. Cool. Um, and Which he borrowed we, from a, somebody else. <laughs> That's okay. And, but so if you had watched our show previously before coming into this competition, this should have like, you know, Maybe jog, jogged a memory somewhere. Yep. Yep. So scroll, so scroll back up just a little bit. There's another way to solve this and, and leaving the code or cipher the way you have it spaced out like that makes it easier. If you replaced E1 with A and O2 with B and you go through the whole alphabet like that, right? then this becomes just a simple substitution cipher. Yes. And it's a, and it would, yeah, it's not impossible to do with the, the words, the spaces like that. So, you know, the word size, right. But if he had put that all together in the one big thing where oh, there's yeah. no spaces, that kills that. And then you have to solve it this way. Yeah. Right. Well, I don't so say that's where, it, but somebody with more brain power than me would have to do it. <laughs> right. But that's the difference between yeah. puzzle four yeah. And and puzzle five. I wanted there to be enough variation in this to where some of these were solvable um, easier than others, depending on how your brain works. But that tells you how a, a puzzle creator's brain works also. Right. So yep. this puzzle may have been easier than the QWERTY one um, simply because it's broken down into words and you can once you figure out that a letter number combination equals a single mm -hmm. letter, uh, then you're rolling, you know? Yeah. Then you're kind of rolling through here. Yeah. All right. So this is number Tom's. Seven. I like that one. You, you likes beer. Wait, I, I have six. that as, I have that as a background oh, to, to one Sorry. of my monthly events. Yeah. So, Oh yeah. So, um, so, the the person who came in number one in this had reached out about this one too. He didn't understand how to solve the beer puzzle um, in this. So for our audio listeners, there is a picture on here that says the very many varieties of beer. And it has circles with child lines going out to all of the different beers. So there is an ale and a lager. Ale at the top, lager at the bottom with a parent line going to the middle. And then off of that, there are numerous children lines coming off of them, pointing to the subtype of um, yeah. adult beverage that um, it, 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 it then creates or is a spinoff of it. Right. So you have a yeah. lager, you have a German lager, an American lager, a Pilsner, a European lager. Right, and so there are multiple beers that come come off of one of these. Yeah, so basically you have categories that have subcategories, and the it's sub a family tree of beer. Yeah, that's, what I, was gonna, beer. that's what I was going to say. Perfect. Yeah. So yeah, you have you have the grandparents who have lots of well, they have not that many. They might have a few parents, 
uh, subcategories, and then of the subcategories, there might be only a couple categories. Right. So in this, I give you North 37, Bach, Strong Pale Ale, American Lager, Pilsner, European Pale Lager, West 087, Farsteiner Premium Dunkel, English mm -hmm. Pale Ale slash Bitter, Roggen Beer, German Lager, and Vice Beer. And then I give you a checksum. So the checksum for the South coordinates all added together equals 21. Mm -hmm. Right? So I at least wanted to give you something. Now. I'll take um, the dunkel, please. <laughs> um, it may not be. I don't know if I can blow this up enough to where the viewers can, can see it. Um, so we're going to take this right here, this European logger. Yeah. That European logger equals three. Makes sense because you start with one, which is interesting. If you don't start with one, then you're going to be off. All of them are going to be off one. Right. So the German, zero, so mm -hmm. the German logger up here, for the purposes of this puzzle. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Equals eight. <coughs> German logger equals eight. European logger equals three. German logger is eight? Is eight. Is it the shortest distance? Nope. Because I can go from beer to logger to German logger. That's three or two right so german so all right you ready so um it's hard to read it but this one right here that has no circle around it yes is called warka strong and that equals zero for the purposes of this puzzle warka that's a zero oh is there nothing attached to it there's nothing attached to it. So oh, there's no yeah, there's no one. there's no sub beer below it, right? Okay. So so Brad is correct. It's the number of children lines oh. branch branching off of it, right? So as Warka Strong equals zero, European logger in this case has one, two, three children lines coming off of it. Oh, okay. Right? Whereas the German logger over here, if you count, you, now you can't count the parent line. The parent line is bigger and bolder oh, and goes okay. back to the beer. Only the type. children. So one, so, so only German count logger, the, I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. One, eight. two, three, four, I counted five, seven. six. I count seven. Maybe you meant seven. No, the German logger. Zoom into that sucker. Are we looking at the right one? The because you can't count the one that comes from logger because logger is a is the parent. So German logger has over here on the right hand side. You have one, two, killer. three, four, five, six, seven, and eight. One, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, gosh. 
One, two, three. I'll come to cheaters. Four, five, six. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yep, yeah, it's eight. Is there eight? So it is, it is eight. I promise. I promise. One, two, three, <laughs> four. One, two, Dang, three, and I've only had half a one tonight. Oh, there is eight. You're right. All right. So now that we're Tricky. all in a now that we're all in a grants. Yeah. Um Sorry. So the checksum for this was 21. So when you look at the Varsteiner premium premium dunkle, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so you have to find where the dunkle's at, right? Mm. Um, there's a Munich dunkle. So they're down here in the very bottom right-hand corner. It's hard to read, but it says Varsteiner premium dunkle. Right. So you find one dunkle, you can find another dunkle. That's right. So the Varsteiner has no children line coming off of it. And actually, that's not a type. That's a that's an actual brand of beer. I know. I've been to the Varsteiner Brewery. <laughs> I, I shouldn't um, say this too loud. I use this one as a background of an event, and then then I realize, oh, it's got real beer names on there. But they're so small that nobody notices. Yeah, minus right. the branch. All so, the beer, minus the branch. I'm just curious. What's the beer? Where's the beer on there? You it said like rigor mortis or whatever it was, rigor something. I've never heard of that kind. <laughs> Wouldn't oh, be rigor mortis. The, the Rogan beer. Rogan it's, beer. It's German just by the spelling of it. Yeah. Um, and but no lie, I'd have to look at a bigger, clear, clearer photo of right. it. Yeah. Well, I know what I'm doing after the show. I'm gonna look at it. I never heard of that. Um. Oh, it's right up here by the German ale, and it's got one child line coming off of it. Okay, so it's an ale off of ale, so it's yeast on yep. top stuff. It's, yeah, it's a it's a German ale. So there you have it. So that's how you solve that one. Um, I like it. There were, um, I've seen a puzzle like that produced before. Um, yeah, with a slightly different. Um, work to it but that's how i built it for this one but by doing the checksum if you counted it all out correctly then you would have easily been able to say yep that's the way that it works um or no this you know what i got doesn't order equal the checksum and, and roll on with it back to so, the drawing board so puzzle number seven says um what you got was just what you can see on the screen right here. It says the geocache is not at the posted coordinates. Wait, there are no posted coordinates. Okay. <laughs> so to get to the secret squirrel location to have a drink and an amazing pizza or calzone, solve the following puzzle. And I give you north, big B, little B, little H, Q, little H, big L, big E. Right. And then West, big I, big B, little Q, little Q. Is that a big I or, or a or a small L? Either way. Okay. It, it comes out the same. Okay. <laughs> um, so in order to solve this puzzle, ooh, ooh, ooh. you kind of had to think outside the box, right? Uh, your north coordinates are listed and your west coordinates are listed. 
Have you ever done that where you were a kid? I, I love this because they're doing a, a Texas Instruments calculator oh, trackable yeah. giveaway right now. But have right. you ever done that deal in school where you tried to spell words out with a calculator and you turned it upside down and it spelled yeah. you can spell some obnoxious? Hell. hell, you can spell hell. Yeah. You, you, you just <laughs> turned this thing upside down. Ooh, there you go. And Oh, now I can read it. That's right. Can you read it now? <laughs> um, Good. Okay. So by looking at this, if you flip this upside down and then converted this to the closest. Oh, I can read it now. I'm sorry. Right. The closest number that the letter identifies as E equals three, the big L equals seven. Right. So now you read it from right to left upside down so it would be three seven four, four six, six four nine, nine eight eight nine. and then for the west coordinates it is zero eight seven, seven. zero, zero six, 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 six six eight one eight one eight one and that's how you solve this one nice just hang um, from the ceiling it's a piece of cake so my thought in this, because there were two person teams, is that somebody would be sitting across from the other person and, <laughs> and look at it and be like, oh, it's uh, this. Yeah. I don't I don't know how many people got this right or wrong and how quickly it took some people. Um that's but that's this one was devious. This one was one that the first place person asked me how does he didn't he asked me, said I didn't understand how to get the secret squirrel one. Yeah, and I was like the secret squirrel one. And I had to go back and look at what I wrote. Right. And was like, oh, all right, this one. Um, so um, in order to get it, you just simply flip it upside down, read it backwards, put it so on the appropriate line. The, th the thing that would really throw, I guess, people is the fact that you used upper uppercase and lowercase. That really. But you had to do that to make the six and the nine work. Yeah, exactly. Because if you did right. a lowercase b, it turns into a nine. Right. Whereas, Whereas the uppercase capital B is an eight. Is an eight. Right. <laughs> um, it's tricky. I like that. That's a cool. That's a very. Cool the other one. side to this is that um, you notice there are no twos and there yeah, are no fives. Right. There are no yeah. fives in that puzzle. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. All right, puzzle eight. Tom has talked about this puzzle numerous times. I love this right? puzzle. And, and when you, I asked, made it your own. When I asked him for the GC code for the puzzle that he was talking about, mm -hmm. he just didn't answer me. And so then I had to take it and make it my own. Puzzle, and eight. I did. So puzzle eight is the alpha and omega. It and what you get is. The cache is not at the posted cords. Please solve the following puzzle to find the hidden location for what you seek. Posted coordinates, in case you need them. In case you need them. Are north 3742.668, west 08706.461. And so when you come down to this, you then get these... 17 Crazy just random questions. statements. One thing questions. we collect. 
Did you um, ever take the stairs in tall buildings? Right. One Not thing. <laughs> Make any bad lunch acceptable. Um, so obviously you don't answer the questions. But so, so go ahead. If you if you read down the very first letter in every sentence oh, all the way down, dang it. what does it say? Add one minus, uh, add one minute to the. So where do you think the rest of this is? North and West. Add. The add, last add, letter, right? What is Alpha and Omega? Yes. The a, beginning and the a, end. A and Z. Or add one to the beginning and to the end. Well, so if you look at the. Add one minute. To the beginning. Add one minute to the, and now read the last letter in every sentence from top to bottom. P O S T E D, posted. C O O R D I N A T E S. Posted. Add one minute to the posted coordinates. Wow. Is what you get. That's right. Well, yep. So it, I like number 17. It says excommunication happens in the end if you can't solve these puzzles. <laughs> excommunication happens. So first and last letters, and if you read them, it says add one minute to the posted coordinates. So you come back to your posted coordinates, yep. and you add one minute to both your posted coordinates. So 42 mm. becomes 43. Zero six becomes zero seven. Yep. Right, and then you turn it in, and it is correct. Yep. Um. All right, and so puzzle nine. We've done puzzle nine in a show before where we talked about logic puzzles. I straight up just copied it off of an archived cache because I was strapped for time trying to get the last two puzzles <laughs> in. I straight up one hundred percent copied it from the archived cache page. Put it on a piece of paper and send it. It's kind of like Clue, if you want, just for the for the listeners, uh, right? You're basically yeah. eliminating. It's a list of people, and you got a sort of or a list of. In this case, it's um, yeah, it's a list of people and mileage and numbers of caches found. And you basically a, start to eliminate possibilities right. as you go until you end up with, like in Clue, you end up with a person, a room, and a weapon. Correct. This so, one's an easy one to make your own just by changing the storyline, changing the names and that kind of stuff. Yep. Absolutely. Um, this was a local East Texas geocache that I um, had solved was probably one of the last. I think there was one more finder after me before it finally got archived. Oh. Um, it was adopted out from a previous owner who um, had fallen under some bad head adopted out the person who had adopted it had yeah. I can't remember if they had found it before or not but they had it and uh, you know it, it kind of had fallen into disrepair it was about 40 miles from where they lived and they yeah. had taken a, a job promotion to um, the the supervisor of a zoo um, out there kind of time for um, it to die. It yeah, it was but just, was just time for it to go. But the yeah. puzzle's good. Puzzle's so good. if you have time to look at the logic puzzle, um, 
you know, this is another easy one that you can turn into your own, uh-huh. um, you know, uh, change some numbers around and you can make this easily a local puzzle for your, um, for your local neighborhood. And then puzzle number 10, and this is what you get would be, would you like a tossed Caesar salad? Aha. Uh-huh. The Caesar cipher. And then you come down and it just gives you. You think. A bunch of just random letters, right? Of course. Um, this right here at the, at the very end should be. Should have been the screaming clue. Yep. For everybody. Um, so because I was told that um, that they told you who provided the ten puzzles for y'all. Um, that um, if well, you're paying okay. attention, if you were paying attention, that that the puzzle <laughs> talk crew you. and Pathfinder yeah. Thirty Three had provided the puzzles. Well, if you count the letters here. P A T H F I N D E R 33. Yep. And so that should give you your shift. Yeah, that's your key for the whole thing. Right. Now, Caesar, um, I know everybody likes to do these rock 13s. Historically, Julius Caesar, in his battle correspondence, only shifted his letters. Three positions. Interesting. I did not know that. That's interesting. And numbers were not shifted at all. So Caesar shifted all of his battle correspondence between him and his generals in the field by three characters. Yes. Right. Which is where the Caesar shift comes from. Right. Um, So when you scroll down here to the bottom, it says, Taking the mystery out of puzzle caches is what we do on the Puzzle Talk podcast. I hope you've enjoyed these puzzles I have made for your competition, Pathfinder 33. Yeah. And so Caesar is a rotational shift of three. So A equals D, B equals E, etc. throughout the alphabet. Numbers are not encoded in a typical Caesar shift. Only the 26 letters in the alphabet are rotated. You have to remember that Caesar didn't speak American English and he didn't have a 26 (laughs) American English character alphabet. Um, Are you, are you, I I, I got a question. So uh, the numbers though, he did, they didn't use numbers like us either though. That would have been X, 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 I, I, I. That true statement, you know? So are you, are you Gary? Are you, I'm messing with are your you, thing. Are you checking my grammar? <laughs> I am checking your grammar. <laughs> um, so those were the 10 puzzles that were created for the awesome. Mega Mega. I know that we went over a little bit on time longer than our normal shows. Mm-hmm. Um, Still very cool. But this gives the watching community 10 really easy puzzles for you to copy and turn into your own and change them so that um, you can go out and produce some puzzles in your local caching community. Oh, also hopefully has given you some insight for maybe a puzzle cache that you're struggling with 
yeah. um, on on how to solve it. Um, and hopefully you have you'll be able to um, get back out there, solve a nagging puzzle that is um, still hanging out for you. Um, and at the same time, hopefully you can um, produce something cool and new for your caching community um, around you. So yeah, I love it. Those were great guys. I'd say this is why you look at all of them. Cause your first three kicked my butt. I, <laughs> I hadn't, I mean, I only looked at each of them for five, about five minutes or so. Cause I figured that's about all the time you'd have doing in that competition, but I didn't have a clue. Some tough ones. That's good. And then, yeah. But then after that, I was on a roll with extra butter, you know? Yeah. yeah. But, but you, but you, Took a little stumble at the beginning to get started, oh, which we all stumbled, were. and I just flat out <laughs> face, face planted. Face plant. Get it back up yeah. and keep going. So, well, there you guys go. We all hope right. you enjoyed the show. Audio listeners, again, if you're struggling to follow along with some of this, please check out the show notes section yes. on the website. Look at the 10 puzzles, and uh, we hope that it is something that you have enjoyed listening to and we hope it's something that you'll enjoy being able to check out when you have some time to look at the show notes so last thing next tuesday night is patron party night so if you're a patron don't forget to show up because we're going to have a murder party of obviously (laughs) it's not kill tom night it's not well. We might, but if you die, well, you can still win the game. So you'll have fun there. Um, so then the 29th and the sixth are the guy, other guys, the gadget guys, and yep. then the next puzzle talks are the 13th and the 20th. That's correct. And guys, if you have an idea for a show, please, yes, please, Tom is begging you. I send am. us send us a message. I can only um, so, carry Charles along so far, you know, and he's pretty heavy. Um, if you've got some ideas for the show, um, send us an email to puzzletalkpodcast at gmail.com and, uh, yep. or send us a message at Puzzle Talk on Instagram, Puzzle Talk Podcast on Instagram. Uh, either one of those locations will bling the phone and, uh, yep. we will look at ideas for an upcoming show if you're struggling on something. Uh, and try and see if we can help you solve a particular style of puzzle. That's it. Perfect. We'll see y'all next time. Bye, everybody. Bye.